calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hello, and welcome to this episode of CFA Institute's Take 15 series. I'm Dr. Michael McMillan, Director, Ethics and Professional Standards. Today, it is my pleasure to welcome John Calamos, Chairman, Chief Executive Officer, and Chief Investment Officer of Calamos Asset Management. Mr. Calamos, welcome. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here to talk to you today. Good. Um, Mr. Kalamos, what do you think are the major trends affecting the U.S. Um, financial markets as well as the global financial markets? Well, I think uh, one of the very uh, important factors is really politics today. The political instability is affecting the financial markets. So we're in one of those periods where... Uh, the uncertainty of the markets is really a reflection of the uncertainty in the uh, political. So we have, basically we have uh, political volatility creating uh, market volatility in, in this period. So it's always a very uncertain time when, when this happens in, in the markets for investors. Uh, do you think the political volatility will um, abate once the elections are over with, or is this something that's just um, endemic to the U.S. economy in particular? Oh, no, I think it's global. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, uh, it's not only the election here in the U.S., but what's happening around the world. There are elections going on around the world. And as investors, we always want to think longer term what's going to happen longer term. But you really can't even think longer term without making a judgment about what's going to happen uh, with the policy, government policies, not only here in the U.S., what's going to happen in Europe, what China's doing, what the emerging markets. So it makes a, a very difficult uh, time uh, for investors. Um, how do you manage a portfolio? How do you do asset allocation when you have these political issues that are beyond an investment professional's control? Well, uh, we always have uncertainty, so uh, with that uncertainty, we, we need to make judgments. Uh, we need to make judgments as to what the longer term may look like, and then the asset allocation needs to reflect that. Uh, you know, a very good example in here would be bonds versus equities. So what, what do we feel the longer term is going to look like? Uh, are bonds really a safe haven in here? Or is inflation or deflation that type of uh, uh, analysis? You have, you have to make a judgment uh, uh, for that because that's going to affect your returns going forward. What factors do you foresee will increase global growth? What economic factors out there have to occur 
in order for the global economy to grow again? Well, I, I think it's very important that um, that there is um, there are there are incentives there to continue to grow the economy. It seems like uh, today governments seem to be myopic on on uh, either austerity programs or uh, different programs, and they're forgetting that income, increasing income or increasing revenue streams are really what fund that. I just returned uh, last weekend from uh, Greece, and, and with a group of us, we got to talk to the, uh, the Greek government, the prime minister there, and you can see what happens when a country goes so far down that road, uh, it's tough coming back. It's tough coming back in 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 how do they promote, uh, how do they get their economy going again? Uh, it isn't just through austerity programs. It's really trying to give the incentive to grow the economy, to increase the revenue stream. As an investment professional, what economic indicators do you look for in deciding whether you should? increase your asset allocation to equities or bonds? Well, we, we, what we try and do is make a uh, judgment, again, on, on longer-term themes. Uh, one of the most difficult uh, aspects of that is, is really the short-term short -term market timing is very difficult. So taking a little bit longer-term view, uh, I think, uh, has been uh, the, best, uh, the best strategy over the longer term. So right now we're looking at gee, what would happen if um, inflation came back, what happens in a pro-growth environment. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, even the Fed would like to have some inflation coming back, reasonable amount of inflation coming back, uh, and that typically would mean higher interest rates. Uh, so how do we... You have to get ahead of the the uh, head of that game rather than behind it. Uh, so that that's really one of the uh, things we're looking at. So looking forward, then um, you would probably have a little bit more weighting towards equity if you feel that inflation is or some controlled inflation will come back over the next three to five years. That's that's correct. Uh, you know, the uh, maybe the bond market bubble's over at this point. Equities seem very cheap on a valuation basis. Uh, this is uh, valuations I, I think are very compelling in here, and with the uh, very short-term focus of the market today. In other words, the market can't see beyond next week's earnings or next quarter's earnings. It doesn't look out long-term. Uh, what that usually has uh, proven over many market cycles is that longer-term growth equities are not priced very effectively in the market and are undervalued. So, you know, for growth equities in here, these are the cheapest we've seen growth equities in more than 20 years. Uh, now, the question is, when, when does that turn? And uh, unfortunately, that's the tough part. So you have to be positioned now, uh, not, not really trying to, to get in uh, after, the, after the event. Um, what is your view on China and, mm -hmm. and, and the economy of China mm -hmm. and the investment opportunities in China? 
I think uh, China in the emerging markets, uh, uh, at least I think of them as a, a much longer term investment theme, a very positive. Uh, it's really the, uh, the growth of the middle class around the world, which I think is a very long term investment theme that investors should focus on. Uh, and it's really um, the growth of middle class consumption. Uh, what are they consuming? What companies are going to access that consumption around the world? Uh, when you look at the demographics and uh, the growth of the middle class, it, you know, in 20 or 30 years, uh, China, India, the emerging markets are, are almost 50 percent of, of that. So one of the great things that the United States have, has done is shown the world what middle class upward mobility can be and you have the emerging markets trying to emulate our success. And so from an investor point of view, which companies around the world, global companies, are accessing that? And those are going to be the opportunities. So we, we look at that as a, a very, uh, very good long-term trend. Uh, so I, I, I believe that, uh, you know, the emerging markets, this is a good thing, not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, hopefully they not only will emulate uh, the growth of the middle class, but hopefully they'll emulate our value systems as well. And that's sort of what we, we're concerned about because they actually don't have the kind of free markets that help build our economy. So that's the risk in, in the emerging markets. You know, I, I want to follow up on the theme about consumption. So mm -hmm. as a long-term investment theme, investment managers should look at not what these emerging market countries produce, they should really look at what, what, what people in these emerging markets consume. And it's those companies and those industries mm -hmm. that represent attractive investment opportunities. I, I, think, I think that's correct. When you look at the emergence of the middle class, even in Brazil, uh, I think uh, the numbers I, I recall, 10 million people came out of being poor to the middle class. Uh, in obviously, in China, we have a middle class of now over 400 million people. Uh, so the, the numbers are they reach a certain income level and they all buy washers and dryers. Mm -hmm. They reach a, another income level and they all want a new Buick. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been going to China since the 1960s. Uh, it's just amazing how that has changed. Uh, the consumption, you can see what's going on there. And, and that's why it's not so much investing in companies in China, but global companies that are really uh, serving uh, those middle classes around the world. So, um, at your firm, what are the key thing, what are the key factors that you look at when making investment decisions? Uh, a couple key factors. First of all, can we risk manage? That's always very important. And then uh, we like longer term themes because that's a win at our back. When we find companies that are playing to longer term themes, we get very excited about what they're doing. Uh, for, for example, the, the growth of the middle class is a longer term theme. 
And we get excited not about companies within the emerging market, but global companies. And, for example, a risk-managed strategy uh, to take advantage of that, our emerging market strategy, is we look at, at the companies we own, not where they're headquarters, but where the revenue streams come from. Mm-hmm. So our pie charts show I could care less where the headquarters is. I care a lot where the revenue stream is. And then how do we risk manage that? Because we know flow of funds in emerging markets make them very volatile. So within that strategy, our expertise, our long-term expertise has been convertible securities. We're a pioneer in that area. Uh, So we'll utilize convertible securities as a risk control mechanism, one of the risk control mechanisms in that emerging market strategy. But we think uh, very strongly that that's a very, uh, very good long-term theme that we want to take advantage of. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Kalamos. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. My pleasure to be here. Copyright 2012 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.